Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Train your body. Here's exercise physiologist Melanie Cole, MS. Boy, you're in great shape in your 30s and your 20s, and you go to step class, you go to, you do Zumba, you can do boot camp, you can, you know, do plyometrics, you can really crank on the Stairmaster and the treadmill, the elliptical, and you feel great. So if you're somebody who exercises in your 30s, you work out with a trainer, maybe you don't, whatever it is you do, what changes as you get older? What do you have to change Do you change something? Are there things you change up, reduce, some things you add on? My guest today is Michelle Stanton. She's a walking coach and a certified fitness instructor. Welcome to the show, Michelle. So in our 30s, you know, God, you feel great. You know, that's the the baby-making years. We're all in great shape. Stuff doesn't start to hurt and head downward yet. So what changes as we get older in our exercise routines? Right, and it's easier to keep the pounds off or to lose Lots weight. Lots easier. Yeah. A lot changes. Um, and if you're exercising in your 30s, you're going to delay some of these changes that are happening. But our metabolism starts to go down 1% to 2% every decade after the age of 20. We start to lose muscle mass 3 to 5% after the age of 30 per decade, especially if you're not losing if you're not exercising. And the loss of muscle mass is really a big thing here because as you lose that, you burn fewer calories throughout the day. So guess what? You're going to gain weight easier, going to make weight loss harder. And as you're losing that muscle mass, you're becoming weaker. So everyday activities become harder as we get older. So you really want to maintain that muscle. Um, It's going to help to keep you more active. We start to lose bone, um, 1% per year after age 35. And then when we hit menopause in that 40s, 50s, that increases to 2 to 3%. And there you're at more risk for osteoporosis or a bone break if you fall. So there's a lot of changes that are happening. Exercise is really key to slow these down, even turn some of them around as you get older. Absolutely. Now, as you and I discussed before, there are things that you add on. Mm-hmm. and things that you might need to take away. So some of the more hard impact things. You know, I'm in my yes. 50s, just became in my 50s, so past that actual point. And I'm right behind you. <laughs> I, I do notice some differences. I notice yes. some things. I start to burn. It burns a little more quickly. I, I feel my knees after a certain number of squats. I do, you know, you just mm-hmm. feel things a little. I'm more tired, you know. So what do we have to reduce? And then tell us the more positive, what do we add on? Yes. Well, joint problems and those muscle strains tend to become, um, they increase as we get older. Some of the keys there is minimizing some of that impact. Um, with activities. That doesn't mean you have to stop doing higher impact activities like running um, or, you know, boot camps or plyometric moves, but you want to reduce them. You want to add maybe some more rest days in between. Don't do all those high-intensity, high-impact workouts on back-to-back days. Give yourself a day break where you do something like a yoga class or a spin class where it might be high-intensity, but it's joint-friendly. So you want to protect those joints. Um, and give them the time. As we get older, it takes us a little longer to recover, so we need longer rest periods than we might have in our 30s. Another big key there is making sure that you're warming up and cooling down. Um, You know, a lot of times in our 30s, we just rush in, get that workout in, and then rush out at the end without taking the time to stretch, without warming up, and those 
key parts of your workout are going to make the majority of your workout feel much better. Your muscles are going to feel better. Your joints are going to feel better because you, you gave them that transition from being inactive to working out versus just jumping right in. And then that's when our body starts screaming at us. So don't skip your warm-ups and your cool-downs. Absolutely. That's very important. And what do you do, you know, to add on to things, to make it so that it's like, you know, you you see things change in your body, Michelle, and in your 30s, you could do all those things and you weren't targeting specific spots. I mean, maybe you were because you wanted, you know, toned glutes and all this, but now you're kind of looking at preventing cancer. Your goals are different. You're looking at keeping the boobs up a little bit. You're keeping (laughs) the back of the arms from shaking around when you wave hi to somebody. So now you've got sort of goals, things you want to accomplish. And that is one of many, many reasons that if you are not currently strength training, you really need to start when you're in your 50s. Strength training, lifting weights, doing body weight exercises like planks and push-ups and squats, those are the exercises that are going to help slow that muscle loss. And believe it or not, you can rebuild some of the muscle loss that you might have, have already lost. You can rebuild it. So you're going to get stronger, and it's going to tone those areas. Um, You're going to get stronger. You're going to strengthen those muscles around the joints, so you'll be less likely to get joint pain. You're going to protect those joints from injuries. So, again, probably the number one thing that you can do um, in your 50s, if you're not already, is strength training. If you're already strength training, a key is to make sure, one of the things I find women do all the time is they use weights that are way too light. I see that too. Uni weights. You're not going to rebuild that muscle with, you know, two and three pound weights. Think about what you do during the day. The grocery bags that you love, the suitcase that you hoist up into the overhead compartment on the airplane. Okay, you can do that. You can pick up 10 or 12, 15, even 20 pound weights for some of the exercises. And that's what you need to do to rebuild some of that muscle. So, Start strength training if you're already doing it. You know, have a trainer um, work with you or look at your workout and, you know, kind of up the intensity so that you're getting those benefits. At this age, though, you really need to make sure that you're using proper form. So having somebody instruct you on the exercises or build a program for you can be very beneficial to avoiding injuries and getting results. The other key... Well, one thing I've noticed as a trainer for 25 years, if I'm working with somebody in their 30s and I give them like a pelvic tilt or a lift, you know, a gluteal bridge, one of those kind of, they look at me, roll their eyeballs. Really, you're giving me this exercise? But you give it to someone in their 50s, 60s, 90s, they're like, it feels so good on my back. Oh, that feels great. And they want to stretch it and they want to feel that. So some of the exercises that you're going to do, just feel good and you know that you're doing them and they feel like they're stretching or working something that needs to be stretched or worked. Whereas somebody in their 30s doesn't like a feel-good exercise, they want a results-oriented exercise. Yes. And keep in mind, those feel-good exercises can produce results Absolutely. Too. Some are going to be more visible than others. You know, those bridges and pelvic tilts are strengthening those core muscles, which are really key to keeping our posture As we get older, we kind of get that forward lean from being hunched over our computers and the steering wheel in the car. So you want to be doing exercises that open up your chest. Yoga is a great exercise as we're getting older. You get that stretching because as we get older, um, everything kind of stiffens up. So the stretching, you get strengthening with yoga. Um, Just 
getting more in touch with your body, so you're noticing when something might hurt, and, you know, listening to your body at this age. Back in our 30s, we'd kind of push through that pain a lot of times. But as you're getting older, you don't want to do that. You really want to listen to your body and back off if you need to um, when something's hurting. That's important. And what about, we only have about a minute left, Michelle, but some of the, the exercises that we do with a different goal, a goal towards preventing cancer or heart disease. So we're looking towards, you know, cardiovascular exercises, or as you say, strength training to prevent osteoporosis. The right. goal is different. So in this last just half a minute or so, wrap it up for us as our exercise routines change as we age. You definitely want to continue doing your cardio. You might want to, like I said, bring it down to a lower impact depending on what you're doing and how your joints, but keep moving. The most important thing is to keep moving. And if you're exercising, you're going to a Zumba class, you're going to a spin class, or you're going out for walks, you're getting that cardio, that is great. Also, keep in mind, you need to be moving throughout the day. There's more and more research showing that if you sit too much, you're still doing damage to your body, and especially as we get older, that increases your risk for diseases. So in addition to those, um, your workout session, you know, get up, move around, take a walk, um, you know, break up your day so that you're not sitting in that chair so much, which, you know, as we get older, becomes even more detrimental to our health. Great advice. So your exercise routine changes a bit, but you can change with it and keep healthier as you age. It's, it's not that hard. You're listening to Train Your Body. This is Melanie Cole. Stay well.